Good morning again. I look forward to this every time until the moment I have to walk up here. Uh, <laughs> I really do enjoy doing this. I enjoy preparing it. Um, and I hope you get a lot out of it. Um, but <laughs> I will forever be nervous uh, because I think handling the Word of God is something we should always be scared of in a sense of, of making sure we do it right. So... Um, <clears throat> On that note, though, please do, if you, if you find anything wrong with, with anything I say, please, please come to me afterward and, and let me know. If you find anything I said well, that's good, too. Um, <laughs> we're actually going to talk about that a little bit later. But, um, so, uh, I trust you all have a handout um, uh, for the lesson, so it is no secret what the title is today. Uh, what do you do when church is no fun? Um, and uh, if, if uh, let's see, that I, I forgot. So if you want to turn to Acts 20, um, I meant to put that in the, in the outline, but I did not. Acts 20 and verse 9. Acts 20 and verse 9. Um, I'll just go ahead and read it. It says, And a young man named Eutychus, sitting at the window, sank into a deep sleep as Paul talked still longer, and being overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story and was taken up dead. It is not new for someone to lose interest in the lesson. Um, I'm, not, I'm not even going to comment on what happened and why. I don't know what happened in this story in the first century. Um, but it happens. It happens that, that people for some reason, lose interest in, in, in what's going on in the service. Um, I, I would, if I was going to guess, I'd say it's not Paul's fault, the Apostle Paul. Um, but <clears throat> sometimes you're just tired. Um, um, so has is, is that ever happened to you? Are there times that you come to church uh, and you have little to no interest in what's happening? Uh, maybe it's hard for you to focus. Um, maybe you, you have some quibble with, with the leadership in some way. Either the, the preacher is, is all over the place or we sing the same songs every time. Uh, that is never the case when Dan leads, by the way, if you've noticed that. Uh, he does a good job of, <laughs> of mixing that up. Um, but, okay, let's, let's say that is the case, that we sing the, song, the same songs all the time. Uh, what, what do you do um, and what's, what's the problem? Um, but what do you think I'm going to say is the problem? It's you, right? It's your fault. You're not, you're not interested enough. You're not devoted enough. Uh, and, that's, and that's what you have to fix. Uh, and that's not what I'm going to say. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that could be the case. But I, I think for the most part, anybody who's, who's bothered to get dressed and come to church on a Sunday morning has some interest in being here. Uh, no one forced you to be here, probably. Uh, well, maybe your parents. I don't know. Good for you. Um, <laughs> but um, for, for the most part, I, I, I think people want to be here. Um, and they're trying. They're trying to be engaged in the service. And it, it's not happening for some reason. I don't doubt your sincerity in, in trying uh, to, to be engaged in, in what's going on. <clears throat> um, but that's just not what, what always happens. So uh, I want to tackle this in, in uh, two approaches. Um, what, what can the leadership here or in, in, in another congregation, if if you leave here someday and go to another congregation, what can the leadership do to help that, that situation? And what can you do to make the best of a situation that's not ideal? Um, so the point is, the solution is not to pretend there's no problem. Uh, and I think that's how we usually kind of look at it is, 
I wasn't interested in the lesson today. Something's wrong with me, um, and I just have to pretend that there's no problem and just keep on doing the exact same thing all the time. Um, that's 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 not going to solve it. Um, these these are real problems in, in trying to pay attention, especially as we get more electronic in our lives and get more distracted. Um, and your phone tells you on your screen time app how many times you picked up your phone today and what you know what you did and everything. You know you get distracted. Um, so it's it's harder and harder sometimes for for that reason to 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 stay focused. Um, these are real problems. They're not silly, uh, and they honestly distract us from proper devotion to the Lord. So I, I want to talk about that today. Um, <clears throat> so things I won't cover. Um, you're disinterested because you don't actually care. Well, I can't fix that. Um, and I don't, like I say, I don't think that's the issue. Um, you're, you're disconnected from the service because the doctrine is unsound. Okay, we need to address that, right? Like, that's a, that's a problem. Um, and and, and if, if you're the only voice of opposition, you need to confront that, or you might have to leave the congregation, right? Um, one of the leaders is in sin, kind of the same idea. We need, we need to confront that, um, Matthew 18, for example. Um, <clears throat> Uh, or there's some personal disagreement you have with somebody and that's just always on your mind, that sort of thing. Um, or you wish we had musical instruments or we served coffee. Well, uh, sorry, that's not going to happen here. Um, that's another study. But um, <clears throat> And uh, and just before, before I really get into the heart of the lesson, um, I will tell you this is not the first time I have preached this lesson. Um, it's the first time I've done it here, but originally uh, I put this together when I was attending in Brunswick um, and at that time, I was the preacher half of the time. So anytime you hear in this lesson of what if the preacher is boring, I was talking about me, okay? Um, I, was, I was doing most of the song leading. If you say, when I say, what if this person picks the same songs all the time, I was talking about me, okay? This was very self-reflective, and I want you to know that this is not about the, the leadership here. Uh, I, I think very highly of, of the men here and... and and the efforts, uh, especially in the teaching program, we're going to talk about that. But um, anyway, so um, yeah, just try to try to keep that in mind. There's there's no subtle like digs at anyone um, today uh, when when we go through this lesson. So. Um, <clears throat> but but it's like I say, it's a real problem that that either um, can exist uh, just in trying to pay attention, or you might go to a congregation when you leave here someday, um, and you'll and you run into these things, and and I'm hoping to prepare you not just for this situation right now, but for any situation that you might face. Um, so, uh, or at least a lot of them. Um, all right, so uh, first up, uh, room number one, um, what if the preacher is boring or his thoughts are all over the place? Uh, so, number one, let's, let's look at the leadership. So, um, <clears throat> what... Uh, what can they do? Well, for the preacher, um, may need some teaching and some training. Um, older men should give advice to the younger men. Younger men, you might need to seek out the advice of older men. Um, that um, may not come automatically. You may have to go ask for it. Um, and First uh, Corinthians 1.17, if you want to turn there, if you haven't already. <clears throat> Um, the point is uh, preaching needs to be clear and organized uh, 1 Corinthians 1.17 it says for Christ did not send me to baptize but to preach the gospel and not with words of eloquent wisdom uh, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power uh, 
Uh, so you, you, know, you see there that um, it's not about uh, the grand speech, but the simplicity of the gospel. Um, <clears throat> so, um, you know, and just the classic kind of three-point outline, or, or in this case, five-point outline, um, you know, but a, but, but a, a clear organization in that way. Um, I think, and I don't even have this written down, but um, having a PowerPoint or a handout, I think, helps tremendously uh, for the, the preacher to organize his thoughts so that you know that he's organized <laughs> uh, and you know uh, where the lesson is going. I, I think that helps tremendously. Um, okay, but what if you don't have that? Um, what if it's somebody that just comes up with a piece of paper uh, and just starts talking? Uh, and that's that's all you get. So uh, one piece of advice um, is to take notes. Now, um, I wrote this before I had any kids. I've learned it's very hard to take notes when you have two kids. I can't anymore. Um, I just can't. I can barely hold a Bible and deal with two kids in the pew, uh, let alone <laughs> take notes at the same time. Um, so I, I still use a lot of these tricks to mentally stay engaged. Um, but um, if you have the ability, uh, I, I encourage you to take notes um, because it helps you focus. Um, you, you might never go back to your notes ever again. Uh, I, when I used to take notes, I almost never did. I never went back to my notes. That, that's not the point. Um, you're, not, you're not studying for a test, but you take notes as if you were going to study for a test. Um, that's, that's how you stay engaged with what's going on. Um, so <clears throat> tips... Uh, specific tips for taking notes. Uh, assume that the preacher has a point. <laughs> Believe it or not, he probably does. <laughs> uh, I hope you think I do today. Um, um, but always assume that. Give him the benefit of the doubt. And now you have to be the detective sometimes and figure out what is the point of everything he's been saying. And how does this scripture that he just read tie into the point of the, the entire lesson? Um, sometimes you have to figure that out because you walked in late because you had to change your kid's diaper and you missed the introduction and you don't even know what the title of the lesson is right now. Uh, if there was a title, you missed the very first scripture that sets the tone for the whole thing and now you're just like scrambling to try and figure out what's going on. So um, again, I would encourage uh, men, and it's another thing, if you have a PowerPoint, it's good to keep the title of the whole lesson on every slide uh, for those of us that get lost. Um, <clears throat> um, but yeah, always assume there is a point to the whole lesson. Um, and that would be my first thing that you take notes on is write down the title. Uh, if there is no title, you have to try to invent one uh, from, from the introduction. I've, I've done that. Um, if, if there is an outline, I would say don't just write it verbatim necessarily, but try to rephrase it uh, in, in your own words. Um, that's, that's where you stay engaged is, is when you don't just write down everything that's said word for word but you actually listen to it kind of rewrite it in your own words uh, and then, then you've actually processed what's being uh, said um, uh, but the preacher might not give you a clear outline uh, he might say I'm going to make three points this, this, and this and that's when you have to like suddenly snap back in and realize oh I've got to take those notes so I know what the three points are uh, he might just say uh, and next point is this, and then you you have to suddenly realize, keyword, he's moved on to a different topic now. Uh, I have to write that down, and I have to realize he's shifting gears now. 
Um, so you trying to stay engaged is, is the challenge. Um, <clears throat> and then the other, the last tip on, on taking notes is uh, if you if you're keeping up with the scriptures that that's, that are being said, um, don't just put the reference, um, but actually write a small uh, summary or, or not a summary, but a, a portion of the quote that relates. And this is why I have the chalkboard today. So if you're younger, this is called the chalkboard. Uh, <laughs> before they invented markers, and I know I'm away from the mic, so I'll try to talk louder. Um, so we're going to do this with the first uh, first uh, scripture we kind of read um, off the outline, which is First Corinthians 17. So uh, another tip I'd say is learn the abbreviations for the book. Um, so you can usually all get down to three letters and numbers. Um, so one one co. So the whole scripture was, uh, For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, and not with words of eloquent wisdom, but the cross of Christ and the of his power. Um, <clears throat> the entire scripture doesn't necessarily relate to the point I was trying to make, right? So you have to kind of skim this down, especially because you don't have that much time to take notes necessarily. It's going to go through a lot of scriptures. Um, so you might boil it down to... Um, to discern which part of the scripture uh, is actually the thing that you need to write down and pay attention to. Um, again, that, that helps you stay engaged. Um, <clears throat> and if you don't have the, uh, the, uh, the luxury of actually writing notes, um, you have to kind of do that in your mind um, and just say, okay, why, why did he pick this scripture? What is, what is relevant to, to this? What was the point he was trying to make? Um, <clears throat> So that's, that's that. Uh, Roman numeral 2, um, which has three points underneath it. Um, so you've heard this all before. So if you hear the same sermons over and over again, uh, let's, let's go to Acts 20 uh, as we're talking about that. Um, so for one, it, it shouldn't be the exact same thing all the time. That That is not good. Um, and that's something I would say to the, the preacher and the leadership is, well, we need to cover more topics. Um, uh, Acts 20 and verse 27, Paul said um, to the, uh, to the what are the Ephesian elders? I think here, uh, for I did not shrink to do, uh, I, for I did not shrink from declaring to you uh, the whole counsel of God. And I'm reading from the ESV today, by the way. Um, and that's you know when we, we we go back to a lot is is to declare the whole counsel of God. It's not just the the parts that we're comfortable with or familiar with. Um, we, we need to make sure that we cover everything. Um, if you're like me, you, you heard sermons on baptism about every week. Um, and there's things that I, I, I never knew, like what is the kingdom? Um, that was, it was a surprise to me when I moved down here. Like, 
well, I just thought it was heaven. But no, the kingdom is actually the church. And that's, that's clear in Scripture. But uh, if all you talk about is baptism every week, there's only so much you can grow. I mean, we talk about some other things, but um, it's, it's important to study the, the whole counsel of God. Um, and, you know, and lack of knowledge is, is, is not an excuse. We need to, we need to continue to study that. Um, I guess as a side note, there's, there's no shame in just going through a book of the Bible. It doesn't have to be a topical lesson every time, you know. And, um, <clears throat> um, all right, so what do you do uh, if you're in the situation you're not the preacher? Um, uh, one thing is, again, if it's, if it's someone inexperienced, um, you, you, someone who's not experienced, uh, you have to kind of expect that it's it's going to be a lesson on salvation. There's, I mean, they should all be lessons on salvation, honestly. But something you know, very simple here: believe, uh, repent, confess, and be baptized. Um, you know, that was I think one of my first. I think it was my first sermon, right? So <laughs> just know if it's someone's first sermon or something like that, it's going to be something that you've probably heard before. Okay, that's. I mean, you're gonna you have to you have to bear with that, you know. Um, but um, even though you've heard it before. Try to find something in the lesson um, that 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 he said um, that that you thought he said well, something that was interesting, something he phrased it in a unique way, and then go up to him and compliment him on it afterward. Um, and, and like I said, that's a good thing to do anytime someone does a lesson. But um, it's good to be listening for that and then write that down. I've I've, I've done that myself. Just make sure I write down. I like that, but that that man said, "Let me make sure I tell him that was good." You know, um, preachers need <laughs> feedback too. Um, if uh, <clears throat> if he's not inexperienced, and this is a habit, um, then then I would say you do need to find a way to let him know. You know, tactfully, um, you owe it to him and the congregation. Uh, Hebrews five, uh, we're talking about uh, the milk and the meat. Um, I think that's an important one. Uh, Hebrews five twelve to thirteen. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Hebrews five twelve to thirteen. It says, "For by, for though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk." Uh, and not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of, of righteousness, since he is a child. Um, <clears throat> uh, let, let me read 14 also. Uh, but solid food is for the mature, for those who have their, uh, have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to, uh, to distinguish good from evil. Um, so, uh, again, we, you know, milk is, is important, and, and I don't think there's any problem with coming back to that, but we do need, um, you know, the whole counsel of God, and, and to move on to, to, to more mature things. Um, it might be that, that for the time being, you're, you're not getting the meat you need, um, and that, that happens. I don't think that's here, again, I don't, I don't, I don't see that, but um, there's, there's times when you've moved and you're in a place where there might be a sound congregation, but there's not a lot of experience, um, and uh, in that case, you, I, I would suggest you finding a way to uh, listen to recordings of sermons. There's there's a lot out there on the internet. Um, uh, podcasts is is kind of the big thing now. Um, you know, obviously ask around and, and ask people what's what's. Uh, uh, you know, I say podcasts. It's just the it's just the sermon recordings from churches. Um, it's not like a a TV show. I don't mean it like that. But um, 
you know, ask ask people uh, of, of ones that they like. I could give you some recommendations. I'm not going to right now, but um, but there's uh, there's a lot out there um, for learning. It's it's helped me get through some difficult times as well. Um, and if uh, if you're a male that's uh, um, you know qualified and able to uh, to teach, then uh, and, and you feel like the, the teaching's not there, especially if you're in a small congregation um, out in the middle of nowhere, well, maybe you need to learn how to teach. <laughs> uh, it might be time to step up. Um, so that's, that's something I would say, say to the men out there. Um, <clears throat> or another thing you might, you might get uh, used to or um, sort of numb to is the same invitation spiel at the end of the sermon. Uh, if there are any here who would like to obey the call of the gospel, right? You know, you know when it's coming. You know it, um, and I probably will end the same way. So, <laughs> fair warning. But, um, but, but, what you hear, if you notice, what you hear a lot of uh, preachers do uh, is to try to tie it to the lesson that was just preached, right? So, you, you do at least try to make a connection there. I mean, in the end, you're you're inviting people to obey the gospel. That's that's what it is. It's going to be a little repetitive, but um, you try to do that. Um, advice for uh, those in the uh, in the pews. Um, this is this is very important. You have a song marker in your book. It is on 322 already. When you hear the preacher say, "If there are any here who need to obey the call of the, go- call of the gospel," you don't need to open your book yet. <laughs> you can keep it closed with the ribbon in it and wait patiently and listen to what's being said. I know, I know you're like, it's finally over. <laughs> and you're just waiting. Now, if you're like me, the book is somewhere on the pew. You don't know where. You might have to go find it to make sure you know where to locate it because your kids moved it or something or whatever. You had to move it to whatever. Okay, locate the book, keep it shut, put it on your arm or something, and then... Listen for the entire... I know you're used to it. I know you know what he's going to say. But still listen. Uh, I I think that's a courtesy. Um, I'll be watching. All right. Um, uh, Point C. Um, Same Bible class topics year in and year out. Um, I I I always like to say this. The the men here do a great job on that. Uh, before, Before we started attending here and placed membership... Uh, the men are really good about lining up a whole year's worth of classes, uh, and that's that's continued. We we have we have the sign-up sheet for all of 2020 uh, right now, right? So, um, and there there are congregations that go years out um, and have a plan to go through the whole Bible in like three, four, five years or something like that, um, <clears throat> and that's that's excellent. Um, and I, I I would wish that really all places would be like that because uh, with, without that 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 plan that focus. Um, you're you're really not doing a good service to the members uh, with your teaching. Um, so that planning is is what I would what what advice I would give to a congregation that that doesn't have that. Like I say, it's 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 been excellent here. Um, you you still consider the needs of the congregation itself, you know, in in in, in topical studies or which specific book to study right now. Um, but overall, I mean, you, you want to have a, a, a good curriculum that, that uh, so, so I've, I've thrown these numbers out before. If you study one chapter of the Old Testament every week, it will take you 19 years to get through the Old Testament. 
you got to move faster than that, guys. <laughs> uh, if you, it's like I say, if you ever go to another congregation or something and, 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 and uh, you're trying to figure out a, a plan for that, it's going to take you a year to get through Genesis, right? It says 50 chapters. <laughs> I mean, you, we've got to go faster than that, you know. Uh, the New Testament takes you about five years if you do one chapter a week. Um, so keep that in mind, too. It's, it's, a, it's a big book. Um, and some things, like when, when, we, when we've gone through the, the, the Minor Prophets, it was one night a book, and, and we just had someone summarize it. And that's, that's fine. You know, I mean, it, you're, you're still getting through the material. You've got you've to rush somehow a little bit. Um, it, there's, there's only so much you can cover. I mean, unless you want to cover the Bible chapter by chapter for 19 years, <laughs> um, you, you've really got to kind of speed that up and, and, and do overviews of certain things. So, you know, keeping that, those things in mind. Um, uh, advice for for you if, if if you are in a congregation where there's the same topics is 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 um, uh, is, is to suggest things and and this this is how things used to be um, in places that that, I, that I've been here even um, we'd be coming to the end of a book and then someone would say what are we going to study next it's a shame you don't know that already you know it's a shame you don't know that before the next one begins right um, so <clears throat> but but if that's the situation. Well, you know, do do try to come up with topics. I mean, don't don't just wait. Um, and if if again, just like the preaching, if you're a man in the congregation and and you're frustrated with that, well, well, it sounds like you're at the point where you need to be one of the teachers. Um, if if you're if you're not, you know, disqualified in any way. Um, <clears throat> and then the last thing is memorize the answers. So you've you've heard this lesson before. Uh, you you know that we partake of the Lord's Supper on the first day of the week. We're studying it again. Uh, what's scripture? Do you know it right now? What what scripture would you say to someone to prove that we study or that we take the Lord's Supper on the first day of the week every week? Do you know it like the back of your hand? Then hearing the same thing over and over again means you need to hear it even more. Um, that's that's where you should be with that knowledge. If if that's if that's important to you, then you should know the scriptures uh, in and out like that. And if not, then it's not repetitive, is it? You need to hear that. Um, <clears throat> All right, try and speed up here. Um, <clears throat> Roman numeral three. So, uh, if the Bible class is is dull, um, so if it's too easy, um, then you know you can. It, it might need to be, like I say, but um, the, for the teacher, um, there there are books on on teaching techniques. Uh, Mike recommended to me one, uh, and, and I read. A, I found another one online uh, from from Brethren. Uh, about teaching, it's, it's really interesting. It's just things you don't think about in, in, in how to uh, try to uh, engage an audience, or, or just just you lose perspective on how difficult it can be to be in the audience <laughs> when you're the teacher, um, and you want to challenge people but not lose them. Um, and again, in a similar similar thread, if uh, if if it's too dull for you and, and it's too easy. Um, and you're you're a student, you know. Well, maybe your your um, congregation has a more advanced class. If not, you know, you might you might just at work with the teacher um, and and give them some advice on on ways to make more challenging questions. Uh, and again, maybe you need to become the teacher. Um, <clears throat> so, what if the teacher drones on forever? Um, you know, more interaction is always good. It doesn't have to be. The audience talking to be interaction. I mean, you can use a chalkboard or a marker board, 
uh, or, or whatever, you can kind of hand out a pop quiz and let people kind of chew on that for a couple minutes at the beginning of class. I know uh, Mike's done that, I think. Um, it, uh, you know, there's, there's ways to engage the audience without necessarily uh, making them talk, you know, because um, not everyone's going to talk. Um, uh, it, 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 a class can be uh, a lecture style. You, uh, you all probably noticed that's how I usually do it. Um, that's, that's okay, but I, I would really, really say if you're going to lecture or do 99% of the talking, please be organized, as organized as you would be doing a sermon, because you're doing a sermon, <laughs> basically, uh, if you're doing a lecture-style class. Um, I would, you know, ask that you'd have an outline uh, for, for the men teaching that, um, and, and this is one, with, whether it's a sermon or a class, give away the ending. There's, there's this, I noticed this ever since, you know, grade school, and I, I myself have, have, have fallen prey to this. It's like you don't want people to know where the lesson is going. Like, you want it to be like this amazing surprise. I guess because when you were studying it, you were on this journey, and you, your, your mind went here and here, and you studied these tangents, and it was kind of thrilling and interesting as you, you went to all these points. The class wants to know where you're going, though. <laughs> They they need to know what's the point, what is the conclusion. Uh, if you're just studying a chapter or a book of the Bible, um, yeah, okay, the story's there in the Bible for you, and you should know where it's headed. But just tell people what the story's about anyway, and give them the conclusion. Tell them, you know, what um, what what uh, who the characters are and the places and and what's the main events of it. Um, you know, it's. It's a lot to take in, you know, at one time. Uh, if if you're going through several chapters or even one chapter, uh, some of these stories of the kings, uh, uh, you know, I got really confused. Uh, um, I think Buddy was was doing well when when he was teaching about um, was it Hezekiah, and there was a siege, and he talked about what a siege was, and I'm like, you know, I never really thought about what a siege was. I just I know the term. It's something about war, you know. But he actually went into the details of it. That helps, you know. I don't know every detail of that. So just getting that sort of realistic perspective on, um, I don't want to say realistic, like the Bible's not realistic. That's a bad choice of words. But a, um, a you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to rephrase that. But a, 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 a grounded perspective on, on, you know, as if you were, like, watching it in a movie or a TV show. Like, you can, you can visualize, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, not that it's not realistic. I'm sorry I said that. Um, <clears throat> and so, so that helps a lot. Um, if, if you're in a situation where it's a lecture-style class and the teacher is going on forever, um, th that is hard. You really do have to make the, the best of it. You're, you're, you're kind of in the situation of, like, a sermon where you just have to try to maybe take notes and, and do your best at, at understanding where, where this man is going with. Um, so I don't have a ton of advice on that one. Uh, another one that happens, uh, you're in a Bible class and one or two of the students do all the talking. <laughs> um, for those of those students that do all the talking, please don't do all the talking. <laughs> um, please be mindful of this. Um, I know there's times when the teacher asks a question and nobody, it's like nobody wants to talk. I know you have to kind of fill in those voids, especially as, as one of the older men or somebody who you know, knows the, 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 the topic. That's good. That's good to, to kind of fill in the in the void. But um, you know, it is okay if the room is silent for a few seconds while people think. You don't have to fill in that void, guys. 
and I'm saying guys, it's always guys, right, uh, that, <laughs> that, that, that have to be the ones to make that fascinating comment. Um, if, if you're one of these people that always interjects, let other people talk, you know. Um, not everyone is, is as bold as you to, to, to do that. Um, and, and, and maybe make fewer comments and maybe make shorter ones. Um, it, it doesn't have to be a long comment either. Um, and then respect the teacher's time, too. The teacher's trying to get through material. Um, you know, so you, you kind of have to understand that um, if you're one of the, uh, the long talkers there. Um, uh, and for you, if you're not one, um, I would say bring it up to the teacher. Um, maybe not necessarily ask the students uh, that, that, that talk too much to do that because they're not wrong. You know, uh, It's really the teacher's job to, to, to moderate that uh, discussion. So I would say bring it up to the teacher. Uh, that would be about my only advice there. Uh, Roman numeral four, and we're coming to, toward the end here. Uh, we sing the same songs over and over again. Um, <clears throat> and uh, again, like I said, some guys are very good at not doing that. Um, when I, like I said, when I was in, uh, attending in Brunswick, um, I became the default song leader uh, pretty quickly, and I, and I realized at a point I, I had to make a list of all the songs I knew, which uh, ended up either songs I knew or songs that I knew that other people knew. Um, and there's there's a lot of songs that, that I'm like, I sing along to that one, but I'm not comfortable leading it. Well, I need to learn how to lead it. Um, so I made a list of all the songs that I know that, that, that people generally sing in the assembly, which is about 300. Um, and, uh, and I had a column for how well did I know the song. You know, it's like I could lead it without any preparation. Um, I couldn't lead it with any preparation right now, and then somewhere in the middle, you know, like if I if I looked over it for a couple minutes, I could do it, um, and and so you know these are the areas I need to improve on, um, and uh, it was a good good long uh, drive to Brunswick, and I uh, was fortunate not to be the one driving down, so that was my time to learn songs uh, for for a while there, um, and uh, you may not have that opportunity; you have to make some time, but. Uh, I try to make sure that I get one or two songs every service uh, that I didn't know or that I'd never led before. Um, and it's it's amazing how many songs I had never led before. I thought I knew a lot of songs now. now. It's, it, it's like I know them, I know of them, I'll sing along with them, but am I confident to lead it? It's like half, maybe two-thirds I wasn't confident to lead until I actually took the time to say, or it's just one that I, I just don't lead a lot. And I'm like, well, I'm okay with that song. I just don't, you know, it's not my favorite. Well, learn it. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's, that's, I think, good. Um, and if you, if you don't know the song at all, um, you know, you can look on the Internet for recordings of this. Or there's acapella CDs. There's, there's a the program that I use, and I won't get into that. But there's ways to learn the songs. I mean, you can learn a song. Even if you've never heard it in a congregation, you can, you can learn the song. Um, okay, what if you're not the song leader? Um, I would say dig into the meaning of the songs. Um, even if you've heard this song a million times, uh, even if it's standing on the promises. I know you've, you've, you've heard that a million times. You know that song, right? Um, look in the lyrics and just really like step through it word by word and, and just really dig into it. Uh, are, you know, do you agree with every word in the song? Um, are there, you know, do, do you, do, have you ever taken the time to take the song as a whole 
and, and see that there's actually a theme throughout the whole song. I mean, there's phrases that you notice along the way, but d did you notice the whole theme of the whole song? Um, and, and I've taken a lot of time to, to do that. Um, that was what I would do for five-minute talks when we were in Brunswick uh, every other week was go through the meaning of a song. Um, and that's you learn a lot uh, that way, and you learn to study topics that you wouldn't normally study because um, we tend to study the same things uh, all the time too in our own personal studies, and, and studying a song makes you dig into topics you don't normally uh, go into. Um, and then the last one, and I'll go through this quick, there's what if the song is pitched too high or low for, for, for you in the audience? So for the song leader, you, 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 you try to pitch it well. Uh, in a big group, uh, I've never led songs in a big group, but in a big group, you know, I guess everybody uses the little pitch pipe thing, right? You know, and you go, hmm, and then, and then figure, I don't, I don't know how to do all that. Anyway, um, <laughs> but that's, you know, supposed to get you right in the middle of everybody, right? But um, in a small group, you know, you might not have any high sopranos, um, and, and nobody knows all the, all the million parts of the, of the song, right? Okay, four. Um, <laughs> And, and not everybody can read sight music. So in a small group, you, you, you might have to kind of realize, you know, the pitch pipe thing might not work. You might have to go lower than that to get, to get everybody in there. Um, but having said that, men are, are notorious for pitching songs too low. We're very bad at that. Um, we make it comfortable for us. <laughs> and song leading is a very scary thing uh, to, to, to lead it high enough for the whole group to... to to be comfortable with it. Um, and if if you're not the song leader and the song is too high or too low, I know that's rough. Um, I, I don't sight sing. I'm not very good at doing the bass, for example, um, but I've tried to learn um, because there's times when either the song's too high for me or I have a cold and I just can't. <laughs> um, or a sore throat or something, and, and so you have to, you, you might want to try to, to reach out. Beyond that, I don't really have any, any advice. You're kind of stuck with what that is, because you want to follow the song leader. I mean, if you feel the song leader started too high, don't fix it for him. <laughs> you know, sing what he's led, right? So um, <clears throat> that's, uh, uh, that's about it that I have for... Um, Tips and and uh, things. There's there's other things we can we I could have talked about. Uh, one one thing that crossed my mind is uh, the Lord's Supper. You know, you, you might get used to the the same talk on the on the on the on the table before taking we're taking the Lord's Supper, um, which you know Bryant did a good job of doing Ephesians 2, which is not one we hear all the time um, at all. So that was that was good. But um, you know, things, some things like that just they're going to be repetitive a little bit. It's 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 literally do this in remembrance of me every week, right? <laughs> it's it's meant to be the same thing. Um, so there's some things, you know, uh, we just, you, you have to approach that a little differently and understand what the purpose of that is. Um, so <clears throat> um, having said all that, um, uh, if, uh, I, I hope these things help. Um, I hope that uh, um, if you want to do better uh, and you didn't know how, that these things might 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 guide you toward that. Um, if uh, if if you are at a point where um, you know that you need to be saved uh, and you haven't done that yet, um, <clears throat> then um, then you are disengaged from the service. 
Um, you're not you're not fully involved, um, and you can't be. And I, and I hope I hope that's starting to get at you. Um, that that you're not um, where you need to be. That you haven't obeyed the gospel. Um, if that is the case for you, or if uh, uh, if you would like to come forward and ask for prayers of the saints, and please let's do so as we sing the song of invitation.